You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. You're the Reason I Come Home by Sister Spooky 1013 on AO3. Rating General Audiences. There's a distinct way 2630 Hegel Place feels after midnight. A particular way it sounds and smells. A specific intonation to the scuff of weary feet against commercial carpeting. The hum of the air ducts and the buzz of the fluorescent lights are typically drowned out by the din of hundreds of voices vibrating through poorly insulated walls, and the clipped steps of a rushed ingress or egress as residents escape or return home, living the bits of their lives that take place beyond this stately brick building. Mulder pushes through the front door, which always feels a bit heavier at this hour, and is greeted by the crackling quiet of the lobby. The mechanical rush of the elevator as it returns to the first floor lulls him into a sleepy daze, which is rudely interrupted by the ding announcing the car's arrival. He steps inside and leans against the wall as he's carried up four floors, looking forward to the end of this hellishly long day. Twenty steps down the hallway and he arrives outside the door marked 42, slipping his key into the lock with a sigh. Inside, he's greeted by the stale smell of accumulated dust and laundry that should have been done two weeks ago the perfume of a solitary life which he only has himself to consider. He kicks off his shoes and tosses his jacket haphazardly over the back of a chair and flips on the light. Only then does he notice her little sneakers nested neatly against the wall beside her pumps, and a surprised kind of delight floods through him. He hadn't expected her to be here, and he scans his tired mind for a forgotten conversation wherein she shared her intention to sleep over, but comes up with nothing. He turns the light off and creeps into the bedroom, Her back is to the door, the slight dip of her waist backlit by streetlight haze, and he pulls in a deep breath in order to fuel his contented sigh. Teeth brushed, clothes shed, he slips under the covers and curls his body around hers. Immediately she turns to face him, the whites of her eyes shining up at him with lazy blinks. Sorry, I didn't mean to wake you, he says softly, running his fingers through her hair before tucking it behind her ear. You didn't, she answers, her breath just beginning to pick up the sour notes of sleep. She's been here a while. He smiles at her lie, running a hand down the valley of her waist and up the curve of her hip to rest over the place where the hem of her t-shirt she's wearing hits. Probably pilfered from his dresser drawer, much to his delight. She tips her face up in invitation and he kisses her chastely on the lips. Go back to sleep, he whispers, and she makes a little sound of protest. I wasn't sleeping, she insists, then burrows her face into the space just under the curve of his jaw. I was just dozing. I don't sleep well without you anymore. Something that feels too much like pain hits him square in the chest, knocking the breath out of him. He has the familiar urge to run, to escape something that is too overwhelming to confront, but he pushes through it. She threads her leg between his, her arms snaking over his waist, and he holds her close as her breath becomes deep and even. He closes his eyes and lets his other senses ground him. He closes his eyes and lets his other senses ground him. The smell of her shampoo mixed with end-of-day oily scent of her scalp. The steady rise and fall of her ribcage and the gentle flutter of her heartbeat against his breastbone. The rush of air in and out of her nose against the muted voices of someone arguing on the floor above. The taste of her kiss, something indescribable that is beginning to feel like home. He's forgotten what it feels like to have something to lose, to love in a way that's worth protecting, to make yourself vulnerable to pain greater than anyone would voluntarily endure. 
He's forgotten how it feels to have someone to come home to. She whimpers in her sleep, perhaps due to a dream or for no reason at all. He cradles the back of her head in his hand, pressing his lips to her forehead and breathing her in, alive and real and right here. For all the risks he's taken with his body and his heart, and all those he will undoubtedly take in the future, none were or will ever be as worth it as she is. Of that much he can be certain. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.